Okay, so we were talking about uh, issues with Rivis using somebody else's credit card when uh, uh, the borrower of the card, not the card holder, but the borrower is going to end up paying the additional payments uh, even directly to the credit card company, that that's uh, a violation of Rivis. So then the Shiloh, which usually comes up immediately after that, is Avamashabal HaKartis, Mikabal Nikudot, but the fact that the credit card holder receives points. So let's say it's your credit card, and I ask if I could buy just your United card, and I say, can I go ahead and uh, borrow your card? I need a card to charge something online, and I'll pay you back right away. So I charge $2,000 on your card. I give you the $2,000 right away. So there's no ribbis as far as that. But now you have 2,000 United points, which will allow you to get... I think peanuts or something on the plane, something like that. So we say, oh, not peanuts, it's an allergy. But we say uh, uh, pretzels. So, mechevasakartisim, so the fact that you, the credit card holder, are going to end up with points from my use of your card, and that comes from the company, eno aser. So that's not a violation. Why? Kevan she'eno ribis habami lovelamalva. Because the iser of ribis is only when the lover, the borrower himself, gives something extra to the lender. But if I borrow money, pay you back, and somebody else gives you extra, like the credit card company giving you those points, so that is not going to be a problem. Is mutar? Yes. In this case, yes. <laughs> Benzian's language over here, yes. I mean the same. <laughs> now, we talked about this the last time. What? Yeah, because that ends up being a credit, a credit on, on the thing. So, yeah. What? They can get your money. If they do, yeah. Yes. I, I, I could pay you to lend Shmero money. So even though you lend Shmero money, Shmero pays you back, and now I give you an extra $200 for doing so, so that also is okay. So the fact that you, the lender, end up $200 ahead, as long as it's not coming from Shmero, who's a borrower, it's coming from some outside third party, so then that would be okay. So cash back would be... As we mentioned uh, uh, last time, that if I go ahead and I use your credit line from the bank, so if I go ahead and pay back not only the amount which I borrowed from the credit line, but the interest, regardless of whether I pay the interest to you or whether I pay the interest directly to the bank, either way, if I, the borrower, am paying the interest which accrues because, uh, because you loaned me the money, so that also is going to be a violation of the Yisaribis, and that's something one has to be mindful of. Now he says, it's important though, even in these circumstances where we said that there's a potential ribis problem, not a potential problem, there is a problem, there are many ways where the same exact deal could be structured in a way which would be permitted, based on the, uh, the use of a heteriska, which he will explain later on, which that means for us, which we're going to go ahead and we will review that on Tuesday. But before we go ahead and do that, because that's going to take longer than the time we want to spend now, but one last thing he says is that in the event that one is going to sign a heterisk, and this is something which is so important, if you hang out in the cola by us for a little bit, so you'll hear we have conversations about this uh, very often, that people want to use a heterisk, but they don't actually want the heterisk to work as a heterisk. They want it to be the rabbi blesses the loan and says that this is going to be permitted. Uh, I'll pee heterisk, they just want it to be mutter, and they don't really care what happens as long as, uh, as long as it's okay. I can't tell you how many times I've drafted a heteriska and said to the person, okay, show it to the other party, and as long as they approve, then I'll uh, explain to you exactly how to execute it. And the other party reads and says, ah, 
And then that's the end of it. <laughs> so they, don't, they end up not using it because the, the language of the heter, heter, heter iska scares them off. But it's important. Tzarech lahavin inyan heter iska. Two parties are entering into an agreement, which is a heter iska agreement. So what it does, just in, in the, as brief as possible, is it transforms the arrangement, the, the, the relationship between you and I from a lender-bower relationship to an investor-managing partner. So it, tra- it changes it from a loan into an investment. And in the event the parties don't know that that's what's actually going on, they think just the rabbi is blessing the, the, uh, the ribbis, and therefore it's going to be okay. Or sometimes you find that there are those who say that you don't actually have to sign any heteriska document. You just go ahead and declare orally, they'll just say, that's it. That this, uh, this uh, business deal is according to the parameters of heteriska. So in the opinion of many poskim, if you don't understand it, even if you signed it, or you didn't sign anything, you just went ahead and said, that it's completely ineffective. It doesn't change the dynamics of the relationship from borrower or lender to investor and managing partner. But some people say that in the event that you signed on a heteriska without understanding the details and the mechanics and how exactly it works, so Yeshma Kilim, there are those who are going to be makel as far as this. And I can tell you that the BHI generally takes a very stringent position with regards to a heteriska with a non-religious person who, number one, doesn't understand it, and number two, even if they, uh, they, they're told what it is, they're not going to follow through on the, uh, in the event that the person can't pay, going to basin, they'll just go straight to court, and that uh, their uh, BHI generally will not do a heteriska, which involves that we send them off to, uh, to somebody else to take care of those. Kaddish <laughs> Durabanan. Yes, good